Before we officially start this Friday episode of The Upside, we want to say thank you to our newest ad partner, Keepsake, and thank you to everybody who has signed up for Keepsake using code UPSIDE this week. We appreciate you, and we know the folks at Keepsake appreciate you. This is such a cool product, and it's one of those things that make everybody who hears about it say, why didn't I think of that? 100%. Someone messaged me uh, the other day on Instagram saying, literally, I have been waiting for a service like this because I could never keep up with my baby stuff. And I am mad that I didn't start this company myself. Uh, Keepsake texts you uh, questions and you respond with answers and photos that they keep archived. You can go back and look at your digital journal whenever you want and review the questions and and pictures that you have. Uh, this is all about your kids, by the way, right? So you can create a journal. Or your pregnancy. Or your like pregnancy. Me. And you can create a journal for every one of your kids. And you can also turn it into an actual tangible printed memory book through the app. You can get 20% off an annual subscription using code UPSIDE by going to keepsake.com, www.qeepsake.com slash upside. Once again, qeepsake.com slash upside. Our code UPSIDE gets you 20% off. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Friday, October 13th. We are recording this from 1022 Studios at Industrious. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for good luck. Would you like to explain? Well, it's just Friday the 13th. Oh, yeah. I'm not as grateful for good luck as the one guy who, or woman, who won $1.7 billion. Oh, gosh. In the Powerball in California. That blows my mind. Yeah. Blows my mind. That is, I can't even wrap my head around that kind of money. I, you know, I, this is how jaded I am about it. So obviously we didn't win. Uh, but the, it said, yeah, 1.7 billion, but that's if you take it over 30 years. Mm-hmm. So you get, you know, whatever 1.7 billion divided by 30 is. And then that's how much you get every year plus 5% interest. Don't uh, financial experts, don't they say don't do that? Yeah, they say never do okay. that. So if you take the lump sum, the lump sum is only only $770 million <laughs> And then, but that'll be taxed. So let's just say you lose 60% or 40% of that to tax, it's probably more like 50. So you're only going to end up with 350 or 400 million. So it's not that big of a deal that you didn't win. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Only 400, I, $400 million. I did like the uh, Georgia Lotto commercials that we had going on in here. And I don't know if they were lottery commercials. Like, I don't know how that works. Like if it's, they were nationwide, but down here in Georgia, they launched a great campaign a couple years ago that was all about people being like, Psh! I'm not going to go get a lottery ticket. It's only $12 million. Yeah. And it was funny because I think it made a lot of us realize like, oh, that is a good point. Why am I only doing it when it's $1 billion? But after taxes and if you take it as a lump sum, you're only going to walk away with $3 million. I would take $3 million in like five seconds. Um, My name is Callie Dollar and I'm grateful for free cheese. Man, Industrious hooks it up with the snacks. We have a fridge full. It's like you're going to your... Did you ever have a friend when you were growing up that had like the outdoor fridge that was stocked with stuff? 
No. We never had that. But I had a friend who it was like the coolest thing ever going to her house because any, her mom kept a fridge outside with just snacks for us. Any friend that I had that had outside refrigeration, the refrigerator was filled with deer meat. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Because they were <laughs> they're hunters and they would go get a deer and then they would have venison stew mm. every meal for, you know, an entire winter. Yeah. Uh, but that was what the outdoor freezers were for. We are sorry about yesterday's episode. We had corrupted audio, and Jeff not, was not recorded at ten twenty two studio. Not recorded at Industrious. It was recorded at our house, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought visually it looked fine, but I made a rookie mistake. I didn't check it to make sure the audio was there. I just assumed that if I could see it, then it was there. I was wrong. So we recorded a whole show, and poor Jeff spent hours yesterday morning trying to— 20 minutes. Oh, I thought it was hours, because you were like, I've been spending all morning on this. No. I spent like 10 minutes when I first got up to post it, like I normally do, Mm -hmm. and I said, oh, man, it's not there. And then I said, well, you know what? I'll check when I get to work, and then gave Ellie breakfast. We got dressed, took her to school, got to the office, tried to pull it up at the office, and— it didn't work here either, and then I just called it a loss. Yeah, so that was a bummer. Um, but what you missed yesterday is we had a T bird update, and I feel so bad because someone messaged me and said, "Hey, did you guys not have a show yesterday because something happened to T bird?" And oh, I was God. like, "Oh my gosh, no!" But I'm such a jerk for not posting about that um, <laughs> because I we had it in our show. So in my head, I'm like, "Oh, well, we talked about it," but. We didn't talk about it because the show didn't post. Uh, T-Bird finally got a diagnosis, and she was really— Can I, can I, can I pause you for one second? Yeah, of course. All right, do you want to do this before the 1 to 10 check-in? Oh, we can do our 1 to 10 check-in. No, I just want to make sure you didn't forget because you didn't have it on I schedule. did. I totally forgot the 1 oh, to 10 okay, check-in. Okay, so finish the T-Bird update. That's important. I just want to make sure there wasn't a show update that I missed. Um, No. Okay, so T-Bird—the story on T-Bird is that she had a pain in her knee— that turned into like pain in her leg and she went to urgent care. They rushed her to the ER. They could not figure out what was wrong. She finally got to see an infectious disease specialist. And her concern was, cause she was like kept having spiking fevers and stuff like that. And her concern, which I think would be most of our concerns is, oh my gosh, I keep getting fevers. My body is like shutting down. Like it's not able to defend itself against whatever I have. And she was really scared. The infectious disease doctor said, actually, that's a really good thing because your body's working hard to fight off the bacteria that you have. So actually, the fevers in this case, good news. Yeah, I have always been told that, that if you have a fever, it's a it's a very good thing because your body's doing it, it's what's supposed to doing what it's supposed to do. If you feel cold, it call 911 because that means your body's not doing what it's supposed to do. <laughs> right. So um, she was diagnosed formally with cellulitis, which I don't know a lot about. But I do know that it is, one, she got a diagnosis, thank God, because the not knowing was really scary. Uh, two, it can be treated with antibiotics. Um, and she will be in the hospital for a couple more days. And she's been sleeping a lot, which is fantastic because T-Bird is notoriously not a great sleeper. Uh, so I think her body is, is catching up on sleep, which is, I love to hear. And I love that she's getting antibiotics and I think she's in less pain than she was. Um, so all of this is relatively good news. Obviously hate that she's in the hospital, but she is okay. Uh, and I'm just glad that she went to the hospital as soon as she did. 
Yeah, and and she only went to the mm-hmm. hospital because people encouraged her to. Mm-hmm. Um, upsiders and her friends and uh, and they just said that for something to happen that suddenly uh, is not right. So go. And I think T Bird has T Bird. I think pro- has the same condition that I have, and I think a lot of people have. Which, as we get older, we need to we need to start to forget about. And that is, I don't want to be a bother to anyone, including medical professionals that you're giving money to to take care of you. No, right. I, I don't want to go to urgent care. That, what, there that, are people with worse issues. I don't want to bother them. What if they're playing something on the computer? What if they're in the middle of a game of solitaire and I walk in and they got to stop? <laughs> you know? That's why, so, why they're there. As we get older, we have to be less of those people. Don't ignore Right. The symptoms. We had a friend a couple a couple years ago who was having a stroke and drove himself to the hospital. Yeah. Like, we don't need to do that. Yeah. We don't need to do that. We need to call 911. I don't want to tr- I don't want to trouble those 911 operators. They seem very busy. <laughs> I don't want to trouble those paramedics. Right. No, no. Yeah. No, no. I don't want to bother them. Um, okay. So I have been, and I don't know if this has been your experience, Jeff, but we have talked about it over several days. Thank you for asking. 8.5. Dang it. Okay. On a scale of 1 to 10, Jeff Dollar, how are you doing this week? 8.5. Good. How are you? Um, I'm a 4. Got to oh, be honest. Why? I just cannot escape the news coverage, and oh. I every time I turn around, I just want to cry and throw up. And now I I've just went down to a six because you reminded me of the world that we live in right now. Yeah. Um. So to be completely honest, I feel pretty just down in the dumps this week. Like I have not been able to. I am grateful this week that I don't work in news, so I haven't had to see and hear more than than I have to as a normal human being but it's just been hard and it really impacts me and just really yeah it's just been a hard week and um so i'm just i just have been blah all week we found out um we talked about this on the show that never aired yesterday so uh it turns out that a friend of ours their son's college roommate his grandparents his Live, grandmother. His grandmother lives in Israel, and she was uh, kidnapped last yeah. Saturday. Is that the day that the attack started? So last Saturday, she was one of the people kidnapped and taken back to Gaza. So uh, even though— They think. I don't even think they know for sure if she's alive. Um, the the um, It seems—it's it, it, geographically—it's all happening half a world away— and if you are a person who doesn't have many Jewish friends, which I think is very possible, I don't mm-hmm. think I knew any Jewish people well until I was in in my probably it was probably when I moved to Atlanta. I mean, I knew of Jewish people, but I don't think I had anyone that I considered a, a friend. Um, it's it's such a tight knit community that. I promise you every single Jewish person you know is one or two degrees away from Israel. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh it's it's just it's 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 just heartbreaking to, to watch and, and we got some positive feedback. People were asking me if they could take my the text message that I shared on the show um Tuesday. 
Wednesday? Wednesday. Mm -hmm. And share that with their Jewish friends. And absolutely, you can if you missed it. I just sent a text message and said, I don't know what to say other than I'm thinking of you. And uh, I am praying for peace and I am praying for any people that you have in Israel. Yeah. Um, and everybody overwhelmingly has been so grateful to, to, to hear that. And there's a lot of people that are scared, particularly today I've talked to that, um, message because you sent it that inspired me to send it. And I, I literally went through my phone on Wednesday and texted every Jewish friend I have. And I have a lot of Jewish friends. I, um, my best friends in, um, my friend group, my friend circle in high school were 98% of them were Jewish. And so I have a lot of Jewish friends and sending that outreach text to them really opened the door for a lot of conversations about how they were feeling, um, which I think is pretty remarkable to be vulnerable with me. Like, who am I? Um, but about what they were experiencing this week and the decision, you know, we have one friend of ours who was trying to decide, do I go to New York this weekend? Are there going to be too many protesters? I'm going with my my 12-year-old daughter who who this is going to be very hard for her to see. Um, is, am I putting her in danger? You know, like one of our colleagues was, was had the same fear. And one of my very best friends uh, has decided to pull her son out of school for the day today. And I know a lot of people are making that decision, even though she said, you know, look, they're sending armed guards to my kid's school. She, her kids go to a Jewish day school. And I, she's like, I'm kind of torn on what to do, which has been the sentiment of a lot of my friends. Like I'm not someone to run away and, and to live in fear. But what I said to her was, you have to do what's best for you. You have to do what's best for your family. And I think especially in a week like this, if you pull your kid out of school because you want to hug them a little tighter and spend more time with them, I don't think there even needs to be a reason to do that. Right. Um, take them out of school. Hug them. Love on them. Spend that time together. You'll never regret that. I mean, Jeff was you know, upset earlier this week and pulled out Ellie out of school a couple weeks early to spend time with her and take her to the playground and just have some love time. So I don't think you'll ever regret that. You make the best choices for you. Um, and to be honest, like I wish we could today. I, I, it's, I don't think because of security, it's even an option. I wish we could stand with our friends and help them walk their kids to school today. I really do, but do what's best for you. Um, and if you've been feeling particularly down in the dumps this week, I also found out that Mosh um, from Mo News has a link on his website that just have pi has pictures of cute puppies. Um, so, well, if you, yeah. so if you would like a little relief online, you can go to mo.news slash puppies, and it's just pictures of cute puppies. I don't know how... Mosh is doing it because his coverage is so thorough and so nonstop. And Mosh and the co-host of the Mo News podcast, Jill, both of them are Jewish. Mosh has a brand new baby. Like fresh three out, weeks old. Fresh out yeah. the oven. And he has close family ties to Israel. Mm -hmm. So he's I, – I don't know how news people are just built differently the way they – can compartmentalize and, and deliver and and uh I'm sure it's taking a toll too. Yeah. I did send him a text to say, hey, uh, and I sent Jill the same text to say, hey, you're doing a great job, but also don't forget to stand back from this because what you're seeing, what we're seeing is horrible. What news people are seeing unedited right. um is is just it's 
um, traumatizing. If you are, um, and we'll use this as an opportunity to talk about Mo's podcast. It's the Mo, Mo News podcast, but also his. We would obviously love it if you listen to a show. But he he has an Instagram account, Mo News, where he does a really good job of summarizing and making the news digestible, especially when there's a lot of news coming yeah. at us, right? And uh, so so he kind of sorts through everything. He he finds the he finds he creates summaries for it, and then he also explains why different people have different perspectives on the same news story yeah, and why you might see it reported differently this way than, right. than this way. So. He's also a huge history buff, which I love because he just entrenches himself in history. I have learned so much right. from him. Um, and it's stuff that I think like reading, you know, the New York Times about it, I don't think I would be able to have the same takeaways as he does. It really is that digestible. Um and it's super interesting, and he makes history really enjoyable for me and easy to understand. So, um, and he also answers your questions. Yeah, and no, there's no question you can ask the question because I saw him answer this. Why? Wh- what's the issue? Why? I don't do, understand. Why? Yeah. yeah. Why are uh, the, the why is what is the Gaza Strip? And yeah. Why are are uh, pa- Palestinians and uh, Israelis. fighting yeah. with Israelis and why is that a thing and and what's the history of that region of the world so anyways it's a, that that was heavier than we wanted for our Friday but it's really tough to have a lighthearted yeah. right a lighthearted Friday um yeah now see now I feel like we just did the same show we did on Tuesday which is a T-bird update and then well we kind of did but it's just one of those i think it's just one of those weeks like it also feels really disingenuous to get on here and be like happy happy joy joy and let's act like most people aren't impacted by this and i think that they are in some way i think everyone is you know what i think having a hard week and also i think it impacts you even if you don't realize it impacts you because i Fell. I took a day off. I took Thursday off of the news as much as I could. Yeah. Because I was, it was really feeling really crushing to me. Um, but there, I actually felt a little bit guilty about taking a day off the news because I feel a responsibility to know what's going on in the world that right. I'm raising Ellie in. Right. You know. So I think even if you don't think it's impacting you, it's having an impact. So, uh, yeah. So take care of yourself. How important is sleep to this family? It's very important. So important that actually two of our ad partners on today's episode have to do with quality sleep. 10 out of 10. It is not more important than each other, but it's pretty close (laughs) because if we don't get good sleep, we don't like each other. The first one of those is a company called Hatch that we originally learned about to help Ellie sleep. We got it for Ellie. We put it on her baby registry, and she has literally been using a hatch since the first night she was home from the hospital. And lucky for Jeff and I, they have the Hatch Restore 2. So we are now using a Hatch Restore 2. Now, here's a really cool thing about it. First of all, it's gorgeous. And you know how I feel about gorgeous things in my house. I love it. We got rid of that old noisemaker that was just, ew, it just looked bad. This looks great. It looks like a part of our Um, decor. And it also helps you develop sleep habits. So it helps you wake up naturally, fall asleep naturally. 
<clears throat> they also offer meditations, which is really great. And if you are someone that struggles to get to sleep, sleep meditations before bed were a game changer for me when I went off of sleep aids. Right now, Hatch is offering our listeners $20 off your purchase of a Hatch Restore 2 and free shipping at hatch.co slash upside. Sleep deeply and wake gently with the Restore 2. Go to hatch.co slash upside to get $20 off and free shipping. That's hatch.co slash upside. If you have trouble sleeping, even with a great noisemaker in your room, you might want to explore CBD. But here is something to, to know going into that. The CBD that you use makes a difference because a lot of CBD products don't give their proper dosage on the label. It's either because they're trying to mislead you or because they don't do the proper testing to figure out exactly how strong their product is. That's not the case with Next Evo Naturals. If you have trouble sleeping, like I sometimes do, CBD can help you. Regular CBD oil doesn't mix super well with your water-based body. So Next Evo Naturals uses something called SmartSorb technology, which is clinically proven to help your body absorb CBD four times better than regular CBD oil. And you're going to get 100% of the CBD listed on the label. This is important so that you know exactly how much or how little CBD you need to relax your mind and to help you sleep. So if you are feeling anxious, if you are stressed, if you have trouble sleeping, check out Next Evo, and you can get a great deal using the promo code UPSIDE. 25% off. Upgrade to better natural solutions from Next Evo Naturals. Go to nextevo, N-E-X-T-E-V-O dot com and use promo code UPSIDE to get 25% off. Caraway is a company that makes cookware so beautiful and bakeware that you will be totally fine leaving it on your stove. Ours stays on the stove all the time. And I tell Jeff, it's not because I'm lazy. It's because it's so beautiful. Now, I originally found Caraway because I was looking for an alternative to our traditional nonstick pans that did not have all the chemicals in them. And that's when I came across Caraway and I became a customer of theirs long before they were an advertiser. Caraway Homes non-toxic kitchenware features a chemical-free ceramic coating, so food can be prepared with peace of mind that has no hard-to-pronounce chemicals that will leach into your healthy ingredients. And the cleanup is amazing. It's so easy because the food literally glides off the plate. Over 50,000 people have raved about their Caraway kitchen. I am one of them. Now it's time to try it for yourself. Visit carawayhome.com slash upside10 to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive for our listeners, so visit carawayhome.com slash upside10 or use the code upside10 at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. Somehow, our countdown to Disney, we're going to Disney in a week, and somehow Ellie has got it in her brain that she, you and her are flying the plane. Yes, she would like to fly the plane. <laughs> and I don't like she has said with absolute confidence more than once that she is going to sit in the front mm -hmm. and then when I make reference to are, are you going to help the the pilot, she says no, mama's going to sit with me. And then and sometimes I've gotten to be the co-pilot a oh, couple times. Oh, that's good for you. Yeah, but she's somehow got it in her head that she's going to fly the plane. And I appreciate that confidence. 
But I don't want her to be sad when we get on the plane and she just has to sit back in a regular seat like right. Like a regular Joe. Right. That she is not the pilot of the plane. My mom did say, and I wonder if this is still true, um, that uh, if you tell the flight team that it's your child's first flight, they'll let you visit the cockpit. My mom said that was true, but she also hasn't. She retired like three years ago. So I don't know if that's changed or not. Would you do that? Yeah, I think you. I've seen pictures of kids in the cockpit. Okay. I think, yeah. Are you going to tell them? Um, it, I don't know. We'll see how she is. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, I hope they still do the little plastic wings. I, I sti- don't think they do, but that was the best ever. I still remember getting those. Yeah. Once, when we, I think when we, I think my first flight, my dad would have to confirm this, but I think my first plane flight was to, to Disney. Disney? Yeah. 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 So cool. Back, back then I was probably sitting between mom and dad who were both smoking cigarettes along with every other adult on the. Right on the plane, we're facing just, each other. Yeah, you probably had a deck of cards. You probably facing had a, each other. We're on a train, not on a train. I know, but do you not remember those like pictures? It was a little. I think it was in. It wasn't. I'm not that old. You talking about? Like it was not, in the 70s, the late 70s. You faced each other on an airplane. You faced each other on an airplane. You there were that four seats. I swear. That's a. You're talking about a a train, a steam I'm locomotive. Not. Hauling you and your whole family on a nine-week journey across the United States. No, I will show it to you right now. I'm Googling it. Did you? Did we stop at an outpost in the Rockies to trade oh some God. beaver pelt for some food? In for some vittles? In the 70s. No, because my... No, 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 no. I remember that trip because... I can't believe that you have not seen so, this. I think they had it... So my imaginary sister got the dysentery after she got a snake bite. because we. Yeah, didn't, look at this. Because we didn't ford the river. This is how flights used to be. You used to sit across from each other. You could smoke. They had ashtrays in the. Um, I have zero recollection. In the never, like hand rest. So I bet I've, your parents would remember that. My I know my parents remember it. I've never, ever. Southwest used to do that. Delta used to do it. United used to do it. Pan Am used to do it. I'm telling you. Do you remember on uh, that thing you do? Have you ever seen that? That was a char- they took charter planes. No, they didn't. Remember, they were full. They were flying to the coast, and they had people. They were sitting across from each other, and there, yeah, it was a thing. It was a thing. Just so you know, that thing you do took place in like the fifties and sixties. Not that old. You were born in nineteen seventy three. They had it in the seventies. Here is your beautiful human alert for today. I love this story. A woman uh, named Sarah was running the Chicago Marathon last Sunday. And found a tiny kitten on the race route, so she picked it up. Now, is it a publicity stunt? I don't know. I'm going to vote no because I want it to be a genuine, beautiful human alert. But she was running in support of a nonprofit called Team Paws. Oh, my gosh. Right? Yeah. She was five miles from the finish line, and she saw a kitten in the bushes along the marathon route all alone. So she scooped it up. And then uh, another runner named Gia was like, what are you doing with a kitten? And she said, I don't know. It was in the bushes, and I didn't want to leave it there because there was so much going on. So Gia and Sarah started running together. They ended up seeing somebody on the marathon route that that Gia knew. Mm-hmm. And she said, hey, can you hold this kitten? And the person's like, whose kitten is it? And and they're like, like, I don't, I don't know. know. We just found it. And the person says, like, well, I've been thinking about getting a kitten for my kids. Can I have it? And they're like, yeah. So they adopt. They rescued and adopted a kitten. 
That's what do they say? The um, people call that the cat distribution system. How cats find you, and then you're their person, and yes. that's just it. The cat cat, cat distribution system is at work again. Uh, she finished the marathon at three thirty one thirty five, which I think is a really really good, good. time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then hung out at the finish line and cheered on other runners as they came across. So, Sarah Bohan, the kitten rescuer, you are this week's upside beautiful human. You are strong. You are brave, you're kind, and you always belong here.